This is the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, episode 171. Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly motivation and language learning tips to help you become fluent in any language. Now, here's your host, Ollie Richards. Hey, welcome back to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. We are right now in the second part of a special rebroadcast that I'm doing for the first time. Uh, we're listening back to a three-part series from 2015, uh, episodes 48, 49, 50, in which I give you my really, I guess, everything I know about learning languages when you're busy. It's the most popular series I've done on the podcast, and many people I've seen reference it online. So today we're going to listen to part two of this series, but I'd be remiss if I didn't take a second to thank the sponsors of the show, who are doing a great service to those of us who are busy and need to get speaking practice, that all-important speaking practice in the language we're learning when we are busy. They are, of course, italki, and you can get a free lesson, $10 worth of free credit, in fact, when you go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson. Okay. Let's get right back to part two of this series on learning languages when you're very, very, very busy. Now, in the first part of the series, uh, which was episode 48, we talked about setting, about goal setting and how that is absolutely crucial for, uh, for time management. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go back and check that out. That's, that's episode 48 because this, uh, this episode now won't make so much sense without it. So just to very quickly recap, we said how, you know, if you define your goals, your language goals as, for example, I want to learn Spanish or I want to be fluent in Japanese, then it's not helpful because how do you even begin to break that down into concrete steps and concrete ways to study? Very difficult because, you know, you're starting in one place and aiming a million miles away. So the key to proper time management, to actually start to study effectively with a busy schedule, is to say, well, what's my next step goal? What's the next thing I want to achieve? What would make me happy or proud right now? And in my case in Japan, you know, I'd been studying for a long time. I was not getting anywhere. I was frustrated. I was overwhelmed. And I said, you know what? The only thing that I want to do, my next step goal, the thing that would make me really happy right now is to be able to sit down with a Japanese person for one hour and enjoy the conversation. Simply that. That's all I wanted to do. And so that's what I did. I, that was my goal. And in order to get there, and this is the topic of today, I needed to ask myself a very important question, which was, what's the one thing I need to do in order to reach my goal the quickest? What's the one thing I need to do that will help me reach my goal the quickest. Now, this is kind of based on the 80-20 principle or the Pareto principle, if you like. And the idea is that of all the possible things you could do to reach your next step goal, there's probably only one thing, possibly two, but you know, probably one main thing that if you focus on that thing, it will make everything else easier or possibly unnecessary. And this concept comes from a great book called The One Thing by Gary Keller. And I'll stick a link to this in the show notes, which will be at IWillTeachYourLanguage.com forward slash episode 49. And so since I started applying this concept to language learning, I've just seen incredible results. So in this case, I said to myself, I want to be able to to speak Japanese comfortably for an hour. 
I wasn't a beginner. I'd already learned lots of stuff. I knew loads of quite a lot of words and grammar and things like that. But what was lacking was just the ability to talk and the ability to be confident in conversation. So I said to myself, "Okay, Ollie, what you got to do? The one thing you need to do to get from your current situation to being able to have a confident conversation is simply to start speaking." <coughs> Excuse me, because that was the one thing I'd been avoiding. So what I did was I said, okay, all I'm going to do now is dedicate all the free time I've got, which was not much. I was working, you know, full time job, very busy. I'm going to dedicate all the free time I've got to arranging opportunities to speak Japanese. So I did it. I, I got in touch with some language partners, conversation exchange, and I went and I met them on a regular basis. Sometimes as often as three or four times a week, not for long, but you know enough to get that practice, and. It was a drain on my time, but again, I knew that that was the one thing I needed to do. I sat with them, and I I had a very clear no English rule, and I just sat and I spoke Japanese week after week, and very very quickly, within three or four weeks, I got to the point where I could quite comfortably hold a conversation for an hour in Japanese because I just kind of grown that conversation muscle. I got used to it. I Had learned the things I needed to 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 say to start the conversation. I was better at understanding what they were saying, answering their questions. It was far from perfect. I was making loads and loads of mistakes, but I had reached my goal of saying, "All I want to do is to be able to speak Japanese for an hour and enjoy it." So, can you imagine the sort of feeling of happiness and pride that I felt at that point, at very quickly being able to reach that goal? Now, in the grand scheme of things. Becoming fluent in Japanese. This is just one small step, but it was hugely important because it gave me a massive motivator, a massive,、uh, massive amount of motivation and energy to keep going. And it wasn't easy either. It sounds simple, right? Just speak Japanese and you'll learn it. But no, in fact, you know, one of the keys to 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 to, to knowing how to study when you're busy, to studying effectively and not wasting time, is knowing what to say no to. I'm sure that you spend a lot of time studying things that don't really help you, don't really drive you forward. And the power of the one thing is identifying that one thing that's going to really help you reach your goals, and saying no to everything else. And it's difficult to say no. When I was having those Japanese conversations, I had to say to myself, "Look, I'm not going to stop and analyze that grammar. I'm not going to ask you what that word means. I'm not going to write down all those crazy." Vocabulary things that you just decided to teach me that I don't need to know. I had to say no to all of these, but the reason I was able to do it was because a I was incredibly frustrated and really wanted this badly, but b I knew what my next step goal was and what my one thing was, so I was able to have the focus I needed. Now you can apply this to anything. Whether your whether your next step goal is to order food in a restaurant in Italy, or to Deliver a presentation in Chinese, or to speak to your wife's family in Portuguese next time they call on the phone. Whatever it is, you can go through this process and define, based on where you are now, the one thing you need to focus on in the next few weeks that's going to make it possible to reach that goal quickly. It takes a bit of time to think through it, and it also relies on you having that goal clearly defined. If your goal is I want to learn Portuguese. I want to speak perfect Chinese. You can't do this. There's too many things you have to do. So, 
In the last episode, we talked about the power of setting clear next step goals. This is how you reach those goals with a really sort of belligerent focus on the one thing. So this gives you the kind of clarity you need so that you're not overwhelmed by different study options. You're not always thinking every day or, you know, what should I be doing? How should I be studying? By using this approach, it cuts out all of that stuff. You can focus on one thing that helps you reach your goals quickly. Now, in the next episode, what we're going to talk about is how you take that one thing and actually break it down so that you can study in very short amounts of time throughout your day. And I'm talking kind of 30 seconds, 60 seconds, five minutes. How do you take the one thing and make it small, make it tiny so that you can study anytime, anywhere and still be moving towards your goal? So I hope you found this useful. Uh, it's, it's part of a, a complete system that I'm, uh, that I've been, I've been teaching for some time. Now, if you'd like some more information about this and, and a more in-depth video lesson that I've put together, you can head over to iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash more time. That's M-O-R-E-T-I-M-E. iwillteachyourlanguage.com forward slash more time. You'll be able to, uh, access this, this cool video lesson that I put together. It will also tell you about this brand new course that I've, I, I've released called Time Control, which is my proven system that I've been explaining to you today for how to reach your language goals quickly, however busy you are, even with a hectic schedule. So I hope that was useful. I'll see you in the next episode, which will be the third part of this series. And thanks for listening and have a great week.